0: Call me Dr. John, known as the night tripper. Got my satchel of gris gris in my hand. Then we tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best, they call me the greedy man. Got many clients, Hello. come from miles. My- <sighs> Fucking nose itches Shit
1: It's getting to be that time of the year It seems like everybody's getting sick everywhere Please Lord Don't let me get sick I can't stand that shit I feel I feel like wounded when I get sickly And I'm helpless And I'm a little crybaby And it's no good to anybody So it's, it's a good thing that only happens Once every couple of years Anyway, hello, and welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. I'm Jody B., and, uh, yeah, we're hanging out. I'm glad to be back. This is the first episode I've done in a while, believe it or not. Uh, I've kind of hit the holiday season, and I had a few episodes kind of backed up, and I decided to go ahead and clear out the reserves, So this is my first episode live in a few weeks. And I fucking blew it. (laughs) I had an an appointment. I was going to be professional. And have a conversation with a gentleman. And I completely blew the time zone. And fucked up. And didn't have anybody. So. I'm sitting in the living room moping around. And my wife... Finally says, Man, what's up? What happened? I told her, and she said, Well, do you just want to go sit and do a podcast? And I said, With you? She said, Yeah. Which is funny because she doesn't listen to my show. She doesn't listen to podcasts at all. And I think it's funny when you try to speak to somebody who doesn't listen to podcasts about podcasts. Um you know, they don't really get it. I listen to hours of content, so it's kind of my hobby, but it's also what I do every day, so it's not just what I do, it's what I listen to, it's I'm all about the podcast, so it's kind of funny to suck somebody else in, I think I I got a hook in her, y'all, like she was kind of nervous at first, and we ended up, dude, this is such a long story, I'm going to cut it short though. We were going to do the episode, and then we had a few nights where it just didn't happen. So we ended up scrambling, and before Thanksgiving dinner, we sat down and finally got to chat. We talk about all kinds of shit, the usual stuff. It's, I love my wife, man, and it's something that I tell anybody. You know, If you're going to get married to somebody, you should be able to talk to them i i don't understand or even comprehend how you could want to be around somebody that you can't sit in a room and have a conversation with and this is just it's an episode of me talking to my wife so uh <laughs> it, it it gets graphic in a couple spots but uh that's what it is i try to be honest i think that's the best way and if any of you motherfuckers out there can't speak to your wife the way that I speak to mine then you guys need to work on that because it it definitely makes life go a lot smoother and uh, I think it definitely keeps tensions low and that way we don't want to just kill each other all the time (laughs) especially with this boy now just wearing us the fuck out so anyway hey Thank you for stopping by, and
0: if you got love I got trouble, almost if you got two hours of a podcast hours, today,
1: so skip around. Something enjoy it.
0: Heart, so get I want you
1: all to experience a day in my life. That's if what we're doing today. If you work too hard
0: and so. you need a little rest, just fix jam in your breakfast. Try a little bit of Call me Dr. John, known as a night tripper. A We have to close the door.
2: I have to, I'm about to
1: pull the thing out of the oven. I know. He's out, dude. Fuck it. I'll get into it. This shit was supposed to happen three days ago.
0: I didn't
1: even know you had it on. Yeah, it's always on. We're hot. Three days ago, this shit was supposed to happen because I fucked up over the weekend and missed my guest. And so we said, you know what? Let's do it. And then our son has a natural ability to know, like, when you want to do something. And then he just is like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> so literally every night this week, we've attempted to try to, to sit down and just talk to each other for a while. And I feel like the kid knew that some shit was up and was not going to let that happen. So... Now it's Thanksgiving Lunch Podcast. We made turkey. She's making green bean casserole, some cranberry shit, dressing, and yeah. Everything from scratch. Made rolls, gravy. It's going to be a good time. The whole family is going to be there. Well, most of it. Except her asshole sister. She's probably not going to show up. She might. (laughs) <laughs> Hopefully not, though My wife decided to take on the task this year and The turkey turned out sexy We got sexy bird It was a nice Rosemary orange butter We rubbed all over that bitch I don't think this is going to stay open, babe. That's fine, just push it till it You know, yeah That's ah. it okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's fine Okay
2: All uh, done
1: see the good news is is Excuse me. if we really wanted to get dedicated to it we could probably turn a certain way I could even rub your feet while we do this you know this could be like private time we could sit here
2: I mean like you just have to work something out with our kid
1: I don't know how to bargain with him that doesn't work for me I'm not really sure how to bargain with a child like I don't think I've seen enough people do it to really understand how it works and the people that I guess that I know thus far that are doing it, it doesn't seem to work very well, because <laughs> then their kid just kind of does whatever the fuck they want anyway. And uh, see, so yeah, I don't get it. Sorry, but I don't understand. Like, because they're little people, but they're running purely on instinct, like they're animals. They're animals. They're like dogs. They really have no physical appreciation for anything. They're hungry. Sad. Tired.
2: I like angry. little drunk people.
1: No, because drunk well, people at least have a little bit of, like, self-awareness to where it's like, oh, shit, I'm pissing in the middle of the street, you know.
2: I don't know. I guess I've just kind of given up trying to rationalize anything he does anymore. Like.
1: That's. I just look at it like he's an animal. I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying, oh, yeah, if you want to adjust the ass, it's the middle one. And I figured you would do it because I don't have any booty.
2: Yeah, well. I got the 80. Oh, that's too much. You can. There, that's good, I think.
1: Yeah. Put it a certain way. It's good. See, the good news is, is we can sit here because this mic is up here. When Matthew was in here, I put the microphone on this thing, and then we both sat. It was like between us because his microphone is like a multidirectional. This is more of a front. You know, you kind of want to talk towards the front of it. But Matthew's is a 360.
2: We need a love seat.
1: We could. A love seat would be fantastic. I don't. You get an inflatable one, maybe, like a blow up couch.
2: I don't think there's any more room in here for a single piece of furniture. No,
1: like, I don't think
0: so.
2: There's so much furniture in here. It's it's kind of ridiculous. It's Po
1: Boy Studio. It's a slash
2: office <laughs> slash gathering room for everything.
1: Can I tell you? I was listening to this thing the other day, and just because of. I've been very frustrated today in the last couple days because this whole... Because you
2: hate Thanksgiving.
1: It's not because I hate Thanksgiving. I'm just saying we've been trying to come and hang out and have some private time, and the kid pretty much puts the kibosh on it. I heard the other day about this thing called a rage room. Do you know what that is?
2: Hmm. A rage room. I'm
1: sure you could figure it out if you
2: thought... I mean, it sounds like a room you just go in and you just lose your damn mind in. And you, you just throw shit around and... So... Cause like I could so get down to that. This
1: is I heard on on Joe Rogan show they had these two comedian ladies from New York, so I'm assuming it's something that happens in New York. And I can only imagine with those like stockbrokers and the kind of money that gets exchanged there is probably high stress. So you got a bunch of crazy motherfuckers walking around and need to let off steam, just ready
2: team. to like explode.
1: So apparently in New York there's a uh like a a company that rents rage rooms where you pay X dollars and you get to go in and they go to like thrift shops and fucking shit and they just buy stuff and then you can go in there with a bat or whatever and you just fuck up. shit up.
2: Man.
1: It's pretty awesome, right?
2: I don't... I mean, it is, but like at the same time...
1: So when Joe Rogan, he laughed when they said it. They have a rage room. He said, what the fuck is that? And they told him and he was like, you just go break stuff? So then they showed a I video. I wouldn't pay
2: somebody else. Like, I wouldn't pay... Someone for me to go break shit. But if I was I'm going to break shit, I would just do it here.
1: We could so, like, have a shed and just have it. We
2: do have shed. a shed. We do have a shed. <laughs> That's <laughs> what just... I'm saying. We live in the South. Like, if you want to break shit, you can just go outside and break shit. Like, you can shoot shit here. Like, people don't care.
1: You can't shoot here.
2: Well, not, like, in our neighborhood, I'm saying, but, like... I feel like... I mean, not to say that people don't, but...
1: That would be pretty cool if you could have, like, a mobile rage room.
2: A mobile rage room, uh like a trailer.
1: Or like a truck, like a box truck. Then you just mount cabinets on the wall and shit. And then you just pack it full of shit and then drive to somebody's house and go.
2: I mean, overall, the concept's not bad. I'm just saying, when I have my moments of rage, it's in the moment. True. I'm not like a, hey, let me plan out going to a rage room to have my moment of rage. Because that's just not my personality. I'm quick to react. So, I'm like... Let's destroy something now. I do. (laughs) Like when I threw the remote yesterday and that exploded into two pieces.
1: I get like the, I want to kick a door off the hinges mood. Like what you're saying, it's snap. You're like, ah, you just want (laughs) to break something right then.
2: But see, I don't,
1: don't very
2: rarely do I break stuff. Like it takes a lot to push me to that point.
1: I've never been the kind of person that breaks stuff because I don't see the point in breaking your own shit when you get I mad. Know.
2: I'm like totally disappointed ever, in myself. I broke that remote yesterday. <laughs> have you
1: ever seen somebody that gets mad and punches stuff? Have you ever been No, but it
2: seems like everywhere we live, somebody's gotten mad and punched something and That's then true. we have to deal with the scar of it. <laughs> like the bathroom door. <laughs> there is a hole in the front and the back, you know, on both sides of the door.
1: That is true. This was like a headbutt or like an overhand. I don't right. know
2: entirely what happened to that bathroom door, but
1: somebody threw a fucking. All they did in is it. put
2: a mirror on the front and the back of the door. <laughs> or like at the old apartment, you know, there was a uh,
1: the mark under the thermostat. Yeah, well, I knew the guy that did it. I know I was there,
2: but I'm saying hey. like we're I, we, we need to start punching stuff. Can
1: I tell you? I remember that night very well because when he punched the wall was when I started to feel like oh. I'm going to throw up now. Like, I don't so know. So you what, were like one drinking. Bro.
2: You were <laughs> just out. Just kidding. Listen,
1: this was, I remember I was 19, maybe. So just a few years I ago, you bullshit, poor soul. I had a bullshit fake ID. Did The guy did not leave even close Oh, you had like a me.
2: legit fake ID?
1: No, it was just somebody else's driver's license. So you just <laughs> had, so
2: Okay. But you were using it as a fake ID. Okay. And we would
1: go to All Stars. And I would get in there and drink. I would go with Eric and, and everybody after we get off from the pizzeria. We would go down there <laughs> and hang out and party. And we'd buy pictures And it was fucking great. Sing karaoke and hang out with old people. Uh, somebody blew my cover. Did I tell you that? There was a dude. So throughout the pizzeria years, there was a lot of people that kind of came and went just you know, folks, characters.
2: That's the hospitality industry. Right. Yeah.
1: So there was this one dude named Eric and it was, so we had two Eric's Okay. and he was a big fat dude. And so skinny Eric and so fat Eric.
2: Eric's Why don't you just say skinny Eric and fat Eric?
1: Might have to cut his fucking name out. Now I think about
2: you it. need to just say skinny Eric, fat Eric,
1: skinny Eric, and fat Eric, skinny Eric was notorious for not coming in light on time. <laughs> I can <could> see <laughs> like that. He would just drag us. He was the GM. He got paid really fucking well. To run that fucking place. Okay. As a franchise. Like, it wasn't really a franchise, but it had the name. So, there was some kind of royalty we paid, but it got a little bit of notoriety. So, he was getting paid very well to, to run the place. Because okay. the owner was fucking his sister. Because Eric has a semi-hot sister.
2: The one with the kid?
1: The one with... I think she's got a kid or two. She's but kind. not
2: the grown kid. Right. Okay. Right? T-
1: no, maybe that is her kid. I don't fucking know. No, that's her. That was just her first kid. And she had that kid way early. And so then, like, I think the grandma took it or something. Anyway.
2: So Steve was banging Eric, skinny Eric's sister.
1: Uh, Yeah. What was his Not name? Not Steve. His name was Tony.
2: Tony, the, uh, the owner. Yes. Who was Steve in the operation now?
1: Steve came way later. That was oh, okay. after it became some other stuff. Uh-oh. So Tony met. Eric's sister in Oklahoma and was like, you're fucking hot. Come back to Arkansas. So she brought Eric with her. Eric. Oh. uh, Because he was getting into trouble in Oklahoma. So he came down here with her to get his shit kind of together. Mm -hmm. He was young. He was like 18, 19, maybe 20 when he got here. And then he was here a couple years. And then I met him. (laughs) But, yeah. So. She was fucking banging the owner guy, and uh, that's how that goes. Anyway, so Eric had a cush job. He basically was running the place for like a salary. Uh you wouldn't pay a fucking normal GM at a pizza place. But the deal was is the owner was actually an insurance guy. So the pizza place was his tax write-off, okay. But also his own little personal piggy bank. So when he needed money, he would just come down and take money out of the yeah, drawer. He was a real that. shithead; like, didn't really give a fuck. He owed everybody money. He ran up tabs with every distributor. Like, it just was what it was. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Fat Eric <laughs> was there. Uh getting everything ready and skinny Eric came in and caught him standing out the back door smoking a joint and he was like hey man you uh you can't fucking do that <laughs> like listen i guess if you want to smoke weed you can smoke inside in the bathroom he's like but you fucking can't it outside you can't stand outside the back and smoke weed you you know that's not cool so he fired him couple years later, we're at the bar hanging out. He sees me. Fat Eric. Fat Eric.
2: I totally forgot what we were
1: talking about. <laughs> There's a long way around. <laughs> Fat Eric rats me out and says... Oh, that's
2: your fake ID.
1: Says, hey, man, I just worked with that dude, you know, like a year or two ago, and he was <laughs> 17 at the time, so... What a dick. <laughs> he was an asshole, and they caught me very gracefully. Like, I had been going in that bar for six months... Like, every other weekend. Maybe once a weeknight.
2: Were you getting, like, wasted in there?
1: Not always. But when I went in there with Eric and them, they'd always take me home with it. Like, I would have a ride home. So, yeah. Now, Eric so probably didn't need to be maybe that's kind of
2: what it was. Maybe it was. I don't know. Hmm. Who knows?
1: So, six months. I've been through probably five bartenders. A couple different door guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was my spot with them. And, uh. We're in there. I go to buy a picture. And the bartender lady goes, hey, man, can I see your ID? And I was like, what? <laughs> because We're cool. up until then, it was the door guy. Here's my ID and my little punch card. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Look, five people And they in never the ID time. you again. You go, right. No problem. Six months, I'm drinking and getting hammered. Karaoke, fucking acting silly, talking to the door guy. The manager's like, it was my spot. And then this motherfucker blew me up. <laughs> it's just, let me see that you ID. You should have
2: just been like, "I already." It's in the car. Mm,
1: I handed her the fake one, and I was just like, "Cause, like I said, the dude didn't look anything like me."
2: See, I never had a <laughs> fake ID. Like, I know this one time. I guess I turned 18. Mm. We went to this bar in uh, Longview, Texas, <laughs> and I had my out-of-state ID because it was Arkansas I'm in Texas. And, um, they just looked at your ID at the door, like you're saying at this bar you were just referring mm-hmm. to and Got they to would just, a flashlight yeah, on. they would stamp your hand <laughs> if you were able to drink or not drink. And if you couldn't drink, you know, the stamp said no drink or something like that, whatever. And, uh, anyway, they looked at my ID and they were like, kind of taking a moment. And I was like, today's my birthday, you know, cause we were there celebrating my birthday with a bunch of people and they stamped me where I could drink and I was like oh oh my gosh and so um my <laughs> uh i guess let's see i don't even know what relation he is brother-in-law's brother yeah he was i was like dude what do i do and he goes
1: just party like a
0: rock star. Basically.
2: That's what he said. He was <laughs> right like, take until advantage the of it. Fall off? My sister wasn't even twenty one yet, and they stamped her where she couldn't drink. She was so fucking pissed. That's hilarious. Like, and I was like, suck a dick bitch. Like I got so <laughs> wasted. Oh my gosh.
1: So even longer way around. Oh, here we go. The reason I almost threw up the night that you want? Yeah. Uh that shit. Was because that night we had been drinking, and then I had liquid cocaine for the first time. The drink, what is that? It's not great. If that's well, it
2: sounds horrible.
1: It's it's very strong. It's almost like a, a like a Long Island iced tea. Like that's how. It's just not as pleasant. It's more like cough syrup because there's like Jaeger in it and like what is Cardi, that? Cardi One Fifty One, like peppermint
2: schnapps. Oh,
1: <laughs> Rumple mints. Well, so I remember that very well, because we had certain shots we would drink. You get Jaeger bombs and Washington an apples. So when he walked up and handed us all that, it's a double shot glass, you know, so it's this dark fucking liquid and Washington apples, you can see through. So he hands them to us. He goes, all right, guys. And we were like, the fuck is that? <laughs> liquid cocaine. Like, okay. So I go... To take a drink, like there's three of them here. I'm just just to give you. It was almost like uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Like me, I picked it up to my nose and went to take a drink, but I smelled it first, and I was like, "Ooh, wait a minute." <laughs> it
2: had. Hold on. You can. It look had it, Jaeger you can
1: look it up and if you peppermint want.
2: Peppermint schnapps.
1: It's literally like a knockout drink. I'm pretty sure. Here, That's I'll disgusting. No, no, no. I'll tell you what's in it because it's a lot of booze and it's it's powerful. Here we go. No, here we go. Liquid cocaine is Bacardi 151, Jägermeister, and mints. That's what it is.
2: That's disgusting.
1: It was fucking awful. So I smelled it. was like, hold up. I need to prep for this. Because it's, like <laughs> it's like a $12 shot. It's expensive as fuck. So I was Ooh, hold on. My buddy next to me takes the shot and holds it for a second and, and drops it. And he's like, <sighs> So our other buddy Jason had signed up to sing karaoke and they had called his name. And literally he got up out of his chair to walk up when dude was like, hey, we got shots. And he was like, all right. And he just grabbed it and walked up to the fucking microphone thinking it was something else. And he took the shot before he started singing. Like music's playing. He walked up and was like, all right, guys. (laughs) He stood there for a second and then he had to sing like a Keith Whitley song.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh!
1: That was the song he sang for karaoke. <laughs> I think he sang the "The Smile on Your oh, Face." Oh, bless it. Let me know. Yeah, he was fucking getting down on it, and uh, <laughs> he said the whole time he was fixing to throw up. <laughs> wow! Um, so that was that night. I got a ride home. I lay down on the couch. I got just dizzy. They gave me a trash can, and so I was. With my arms across the trash can and my forehead like this.
2: I've seen you like that many a time.
1: (laughs) Sitting there, (laughs) waiting. And then Ryan got into an argument with his girl on the phone. And was talking loud and walking up and down the hallway. And he was like, well, fine then.
0: Fuck. And
1: he punched the wall. And that was when I was like, yup. uh, This is happening. (laughs) And I passed out. Now that's also the night that I walked into Eric and April's bedroom, which was our room.
2: And <laughs> they were having sex.
1: No, 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 oh, no. I thought you
2: said they were No uh,
1: They weren't having sex, but you know, at our apartment it was there's a hallway and you turn into a toilet sink, and sink. Then there was to another the left. to the left, and then another door, which was the compartment where the bathtub shower was. So bathtub it was, it's, shower. A, it's
2: like a Jack and Jill.
1: It's like a Jack and Jill with a toilet and sink on either side of a shower. So toilet, sink, shower, toilet, sink, and then a doorway that opens into the master bedroom. So I went in there, I guess took a piss in the original bathroom, walked through the shower, and then, like a fucking maniac, just stood there.
2: Staring at him?
1: Just in the fucking...
2: Just in the doorway? <laughs>
1: And April, who I guess was the Little Spoon. So their bed was like (laughs) Uh this, looking towards the bathroom, right?
2: Was their bed the same way ours was?
1: No, 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 no. It was uh, in the corner. So it was like if you walk out, there was like a nightstand by the window and then a big bed. So I'm just standing in the bathroom door and, you know, Big Spoon, Little Spoon. April kind of wakes up and she's like,
0: hey. What the fuck?
1: Hey, uh, what are you
2: doing? Hey, Joey. I, I like,
1: can see just, April. <laughs> I'm just, I'm upset. Uh, mm. <laughs> she was like, why don't you go back in there? And I'll lay on the couch. And I was like, okay. And I laid down on the floor.
2: <laughs> in their room?
1: Passed out right there in the doorway.
2: You're like, this is good right here. Oh
1: I woke up at like 5 a.m., went back to the couch and passed out. Now, the only reason I know this is because they told me the next day. So I just fast forwarded from Ryan punching a hole in the wall to waking up on the couch, not laying on the trash can, but kind of laid on the couch going, man, that was crazy. And then they came in there eventually and they were like, hey, buddy, uh, how was your night? And I was like, man, it's crazy. They said, you remember uh, standing in the bathroom? And it's like. No, not really. And it just kind of the pieces when they said it. I kind of pieced it together. Like I literally have a flash or two of standing in the doorway and laying down on the floor. See, you
2: might have to cut this part out. Why your stories are so long? Like I love you. Yeah.
1: This is my show. I could talk about. It fuck I know, I but want. like
2: you're losing me. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have ADD. That's why I said you probably need to mark this time frame and just go ahead and cut this out. Um, because you know how I am. Nice I you. love you. Yeah. Yeah, I do a lot.
1: It sounds rude. You're gonna come off. I know. I'm like, gonna.
2: Everyone's gonna hate me anyway.
1: Well, what's funny is what if everybody else is kind of like this? Fucking story is long. Running a little, running a little hot there, Jeddabie. And then how about like, we
2: talk about like you need to get some reviews, and I want to see the page where it shows you where your people listen from because. Maybe we should do a shout-out and see if someone does a review.
1: Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Reviews,
2: huh? Yeah, let's go to that page. Mm-hmm. You said you've got listeners from all over the world. I do. Do you ever think, how do these people find your podcast?
1: Sometimes. Because I know how I've come across most of mine is just word of mouth. or
2: Would hell boys" be a saying <laughs> in other countries?
1: That's interesting. I don't know. Do I don't you know. You get what I'm saying? I don't know how it translates. So, um.
2: I'm just saying if you've got a listener and, like, I don't know. Like, what's another country that doesn't speak I'm English? I couldn't show you. Look. Anywhere. Like. Huflang Poo. Okay. Top listeners.
1: So, I've had this many plays in the United States all together. Okay hundred in, in France. France, so
2: seventy-one in Canada. Shout out to Canada! I
1: have friends of friends that are Canadian listeners. So, okay. Uh, hey, how
2: about that top cities? Ashburn, Virginia. We can look
1: at we can break it down. Hey, more. what's up, look at Virginia? This. Look at this.
2: That's crazy. This should blow your mind.
1: I love it, man. I'll sit here and just. This kinda... is so
2: nuts. Nice. Like, mm-hmm. who are the nine people in India?
1: I don't fucking know.
2: Oh man. That's wicked.
1: One person in Sweden.
2: One, one in Sweden. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, I think I could plug up this mouse.
2: I mean, what's really weird is that, like, yeah, this say. is so une- unexpected. A hundred in France? Yep. I mean, you have more people in France listening to you and, than in Canada. Yeah.
1: Well, it's probably because I curse a lot, you know? I speak French. We... <laughs>
2: There it goes. Oh, thank you. you.
1: Need a mouse pad or something?
2: Okay. No, it's all good. Fifteen people in Japan. Mm-hmm. How about this crazy twelve in Slovakia?
1: Now here's the thing: it doesn't necessarily mean that it's an indigenous peoples from that place. It just means... I know, but
2: like how many? Who of your listeners is traveling to Slovakia and downloading a podcast whilst in Slovakia? Mm-hmm.
1: You know what's funny? For the longest time, I didn't know this existed. Like, I Can didn't you know that tell these stats in were in the here.
2: United States?
1: Yeah. Go back. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's
2: the top cities in the last seven days.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, what? <laughs> the number one. i
1: popular in Poland, bro.
2: Poland? Yep. Above anywhere in the United States.
1: I don't like your tone.
2: I <laughs>
1: Poland's not in the United States. <laughs>
2: no, I said, other than I'm saying, like, oh, okay, over okay. the United yeah. States. Like. You've had more people downloading your podcast in Poland mm-hmm. than in the United States. And you're in the United just States. Just
1: the last week or...
2: Just in the last seven days. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So here we go. This one's fun, too. I'm hot in Virginia.
2: Man. hmm I mean, like, I'm married to a celebrity.
1: Here's one that makes me wonder...
2: What?
1: I don't know about Down that
2: the street, people downloading your podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, I'm not trying to take credit for this or anything, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you been putting the word out?
2: I've been telling people. And then every time I tell someone, I'm like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I probably should find out what he talks well, about is first probably, before I tell anybody else.
1: This is probably from Rob. You know, yeah. People from his audience. Rob? You know.
2: 57 people all time. Mm-hmm. Montreal. It's just crazy the way these cities are ranked. Ashburn, Virginia. Do we know anybody in Virginia?
1: No. I'm not
2: familiar. I think Rob
1: has got family in Virginia, too. Oh,
2: well, if somebody <laughs> would start leaving some reviews, we would know if people like how you're finding the podcast, what you want him to talk about, or if you just want to keep going with the way it is.
1: I never introduced my wife.
2: Oh, <laughs> huh. who's that
1: yeah huh I call her Miss Mandy B aka Big Booty
2: oh man this is interesting mm-hmm. what happened in September is that when you started really doing your own thing
1: no that was um the the episode with Anomaly the rapper this was my most popular episode
2: oh okay yeah Okay, well, we need everyone to spread the word, so my episode blows this guy out the water. We can try I need it. more than 170 people to download this podcast, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very competitive.
1: Yeah, this is bullshit. I want to be number one.
2: Fuck. Is it okay to, like, say happy Thanksgiving? Yeah. Because, I mean, it We're does just date, talking, date our podcast, but happy Thanksgiving, everyone.
1: It'll be this weekend. People will be getting down with their beans.
2: I wonder how many people are going to go, like, Black Friday shopping. I'm kind of out of touch with the world because I'm home with our little boy all the time. Have you... uh, And we don't have cable anymore.
1: Were you big into Black Friday
2: shopping? No. Did you ever get into, like, the elbows
1: and assholes? Because we haven't done that since we've been
2: together. You know, I've only been Black Friday shopping, like, really a couple of times, but I've never done the hardcore, like... Start at you know four o'clock would, in the morning,
0: babe.
1: I would swing on a motherfucker if those videos of people like pushing and shoving and climbing over people at the doors Do
2: you? Want to, let me tell you, you know I'm a pretty frugal person, and I like me a good deal. But I, I, I don't want to work that hard for well, anything. Yeah, like I don't deals. want to like maybe some. That's am saying. You
1: get dollar towels. That's a pretty good deal. But the rest of that shit. But
2: are they worth a damn? I mean, are they good towels?
1: What I think is crazy now is I feel like the more sought after products are not more expensive, but they're like electronic. Not like back in the day when it was simple as shit like towels or socks. Now it's fucking PlayStations and TVs and shit like that. Yeah. So there's there's only 50 of them. You know what I'm saying? There's not three pallets of that shit in the back like we got right. this one. Yeah. And that's what causes the fucking, the fray with people literally snatching boxes out of people's carts.
2: Well, and this is the thing, (laughs) too, why I don't ever get, like, super into Black Friday, to be honest. You know, I'm not, like, I like presents, but I'm not a huge present person. Like, we, Tucker probably will not have ginormous Christmases. You know, like, I feel like a lot of stuff should be more about making memories than buying stuff. (laughs) And I want him to remember, you know, remember the holidays versus just buying him a ton of crap because we buy him stuff all year long. I know he's only two and it might change over the years, but I mean, I seriously, I told you the other day, I'm happy just having the tree up. I don't really care about any presents <laughs> under it. Now, on the flip side, though, I feel kind of pressured sometimes because of your fucked up childhood, like to uh, that. I feel like I have to replace those memories with good things, not have to, but I want to. And so, well, like, I want to buy you huge, big gifts, but I now know, we're on I'm this, a... like, super tight budget thing, yeah. and I can't buy you a TV the way I have in the past, or I would have just bought you the Xbox, but high five, we got that one worked out this year.
1: High four. Good job.
2: Um, <laughs> sounded like like a fat person getting off of a chair. <laughs> Not even a fat person. Maybe just a person getting off of an old chair.
1: Right, right, right. And, like, the chairs just had enough. Ow. <clears throat>
2: this chair's had enough.
1: That chair's fucking awesome. This chair is this awesome. It's my computer chair.
2: It's my computer chair, <laughs> first of all. This is my office.
1: This is my studio.
2: No, your studio is gonna be our bathroom, remember? I
1: might seriously fucking do that because it's tight.
0: Like, well, like
1: your mother, um, sir. it's, I think it'd be cool. I don't know though. Cause if I ever did like a video chat with somebody, they'd be like, are you in a bathroom?
2: I mean, you <laughs> could just like, you could get, um, you know, I don't know if I want to say people's names on here. You can
1: say first names. Nobody knows nobody.
2: Okay. My well, listeners you can get Chris, column. but which one? There's, we know like 50 Chris's. Do you know which Chris I'm talking about? <laughs> To come over and y'all could take, well, there's two Chris's that could help you. Take the toilet out and take the sink out.
1: I've never changed. well, okay.
2: Or is that like stupid? I've, I, now our landlords up. probably would not like that. Mm-mm. We turned this into a sound booth.
1: Hey guys. <laughs> you know what I could probably use is just the old school finger mattress stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Like. Yeah. Just, how much is that stuff? It's not crazy expensive to get a roll. Are roller. you going
2: to just, like, tape it on the walls? I'll staple it. In there or in here? In the bathroom. And oh. just... I don't know, baby. Cover
1: all the I walls. I mean, that would
2: kind of suck, considering we just had that bathroom painted.
1: So check this out. Check it would this be, out. It would be soundproof. Yeah. So... So you
2: could take, like, massive shits in there. <laughs> <laughs> we could have our own rage room.
1: In that little room? I can't even turn around to shit in there.
2: (laughs) It would be a raging shit room. Listen, you couldn't shit in there if you had foam on the walls. It would just soak up the shit smell. Oh man! Oh, and it would smell so bad.
1: When I worked at the pest control place, I I refused to shit inside because the toilets were right by all the secretaries, and I didn't want to have like there's fucking. The dude that blows up the bathroom on a regular basis. I would shit out back like a slave. They had this little box; it was probably as big as that bathroom, tucked away in the back, and uh, it just had a light on a string and a little fan plugged into the wall. And uh, dude, I shit out there a couple times in like the dead of summer, just out there, just sweating and shit. Oh gosh,
2: babe, that's disgusting.
1: I've been having this problem lately.
2: I will talk about shit all the time. Like, you know, with my stomach conditions, I I don't even care. We can talk about shit. I'm just not in the mood to talk about shit right now, especially you sweating, shitting on the toilet. Remember, we still have those boundaries. (laughs)
1: Like, let's... We don't poop in front of each other.
2: Nope. Don't poop in front of each other. I
1: think that's a healthy tip for any relationship. Like, don't poop in front of each other. Have a little bit of mystery.
2: I mean, we talk about it.
1: Yeah, but we don't...
2: But we just... I don't know. That's the only boundary I think we have.
1: That's true. I've never. I mean,
2: well, and when I, after I had Tucker, like, you definitely helped me. And we did, like, cross some of our, like, quote, unquote, boundaries. So, like, when you have to cross the boundary, you do it. You know what I'm saying?
1: There are people who will have conversations, like couples, where, like, somebody will be taking a shit, and another person will be like, So, what'd you do today? You know,
2: it's not the fact of you sitting there taking a shit. I don't want to smell your shit.
1: It's a little of both.
2: I don't even want to smell my shit when I take a shit.
1: People hold hands while they shit.
2: That's other people, and that's not us. To each their own. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't us. I mean, like,
0: I'm good. I don't really
2: judge other people for what they do, as long as it doesn't affect me.
1: Holding somebody's hand while they're taking a shit? That's not...
2: I don't need to hold anyone's hand when they're taking a shit. I'm not mm-hmm. even really looking forward to the pot- part of potty training where I have to wipe Tucker's ass. Like, <clears throat> as he's like, you know, I already have to wipe his ass now. What is your... What are you laughing at? Huh? What you laughing about?
1: Nothing. Wiping people's asses is kind of crazy. Like, I've... I know that's going to continue for a little while, but I'm kind of with you. I want that to stop. As soon well, as... I'm
2: older than you. You're going to have to wipe my ass at some point.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> we'll get like a bidet and I'll just hose it down.
2: Hose Problems what I down? That Hose me down or the bidet?
1: Your bit. Why would I wipe your ass? Because I'm going to be the, old. But I'll turn on the water and just be like... You're just going to... Like uh, a car wash for your fucking... Your ass and cracking, and... right.
2: Okay. Well, I mean, I guess you're assuming I'm going to be able to get on the bidet.
0: I will. Help I'm just you saying, saying. I will help let you. Let me tell you this: toilet.
2: If I'm needing you to wipe my ass, uh-huh. most likely I will not be able to get on a bidet by myself. There's the thought for you. Because hopefully, I'll never become like morbidly obese to where I'd have to need someone to. Help me. I don't know. I'll
1: get you a wagon. Oh,
2: yeah. Or, I mean, there's plenty of ways that could happen that you wouldn't. Listen. Not even being a beast. Well, hopefully, I'll never be in mm. an accident. I'm just basically saying, at some point, you might have to wipe my ass. And I hope you're ready for that.
1: No, because there's way more ways of getting you from point A to point B being the wherever to the toilet.
2: Can you just pull the plug? <laughs>
1: It's just her leg. Ah, she wanted it to be this way. I love you. Sarah, you pulled her heart monitor off. What?
2: (laughs) I can sit here in this marriage for the long haul, babe. You remember that one part of the vows where they were like, hey, in sickness and in health?
1: Love, honor, and obey.
2: That's all you remember.
1: Sickness and health. And get this money. (laughs) give this money
2: i don't remember a lot of that day either so i mean
1: i remember we had pie
2: yeah we had pie
1: it's pretty awesome that's a good picture i see it sometimes yeah
2: it's my favorite when we looked young and worry-free bro before we had a kid
1: what happened
2: we had a kid and we're old now i'm old not really
1: hey he makes me so angry
2: he's like a little terrorist He's a fucking
1: terrorist. He
2: just wears you down.
1: I don't negotiate with terrorists.
2: Well, I do. I'm George Bush. Because I can't listen to it. I don't
1: fucking play that shit. I'm sorry. Well, We're working on Cry It Out. Unfortunately... He gets fucking righteous when when he gets upset, so it's a tough call, man. I don't like hearing it. I mean, if I didn't, I have a video monitor, I can literally stare at him and know that he's perfectly fine, because if any other situation was happening I heard him scream like that, I would be, like, ripping down, you know, walls to fucking get to see what's up with him, but I know... He's just tired, and he doesn't want to take a nap.
2: He screams like he's gonna give himself like an aneurysm.
1: It's pretty crazy.
2: You know what I mean?
1: Has he started screaming your name? Like, because he was doing it to um, me? He, Did you hear Well,
2: that? he does that all the time. He. Oh no, no, no! When he's <laughs> trying to go to bed like that, no. I and, I, and the whole time, if shit. he was screaming, I was he thinking, goes, you heard God him? he's not saying my name." He goes, oh my God, Daddy! Daddy!
1: He's like I betrayed him. Like I left him.
2: Oh my gosh, baby! If he started screaming my name like that, I'd probably curl up in a ball and start crying. And the whole time, because I was, uh oh, I was guess in, in the kitchen taking care of dinner, and I just kept going. Oh, I'm so glad he's not screaming my name. <laughs> I was like, so glad it's Jody's because you were, uh, you you do really well. Like I'm not saying you just like to let our kids scream, but. I think that's why you and I do really well together, Mm. because you're like, babe, just give it a couple minutes. He's fine.
1: I've heard enough people say this that I know it, and I know that sometimes I may be a little overbearing with the philosophy, and I am sorry for that. But the fact of the matter is, as a mother, the nurturer, that scream affects you a much different way than it does me. For me, it's noise. For you, it's like an emotional fucking like an alarm going off.
2: I don't know. I it's get like it. part of that, but part of it is like I just—I
1: understand it. Like I, just I just
2: don't want to listen to it at all.
1: I know, and that's why I think I just need to give you earplugs, or you know, something you can stuff in there, and then you won't. I can't have to get hear anything
2: it. done while he's screaming no. like that. Yeah. Like I was trying to make the. Uh, I don't even know what I was trying to make so, rolls or something.
1: But here's the thing, and this is what I think we can both agree on now, just with what we've dealt with the last couple of nights. And maybe it would have been different if we would have handled it like we did today. But Hims kind of having a meltdown for ten minutes straight. I think we can feels agree. Feels like
2: it's an hour.
1: It feels like an hour, but at that point. If the crying out method is, in fact, a method and something that he needs to deal with, then maybe we let him scream and holler no matter what for 10 minutes. He should have given up enough energy that he goes to sleep at that point, like what just happened.
2: That's what I'm saying. So like, maybe why do that you have to give it 10 minutes? Plan. Why can't you just give it, like, five and then just go in there and be like,
1: I don't think he gets You know, like, it down.
2: sucks because I don't think it's like, I, don't I know. I think he gets
1: as tired. I think I he know. has to go 10 minutes. He's like a boxer, man. He's got to go a full round. <laughs> Otherwise, he's just standing there because he doesn't constantly scream. He takes a break, sits there, and thinks about what he's going to scream next. And then he goes, Daddy! And then he stands there and he waits. And then he goes, ha And then he gets mad because I'm not responding to that. And he does a different kind of cry. Dude, what
2: are we like, going to do fuck! when he's not in a crib anymore? I don't know. Why do people have more than one kid?
1: That was two very different questions, dude. And they're both deep. No, every day that and this happens, and our kid is good. Look, every day that this happens, he's making himself an only child. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know, man. It's tough. It's I'm way too selfish of a person sometimes, and I get frustrated later. I'm not. Maybe saying that's in any the way. drawback Listen,
2: of having a kid later in life, the way we did. Because we are so set in our ways, and it's like we've... He's, I was telling somebody that yesterday. They said, was it a good thing that y'all waited to have a kid? I'm be, I'm thirty 36. You know, you're still young being 30, but... I think as well, a couple... Well, I was 34 when uh, he was yeah. born.
1: I think as a couple, it was a good decision, but, like, individually, it's kind of rough, like, because we're more set in our ways.
2: Was I 34? No, I was 33, I guess, when he was born. I, th- I turned 34 the next year. Anyway... Um, so I said, well, I think it was a a good thing in a sense that like, we made the decision to have a child. And so we're very like involved in everything. Like, yeah. I mean, or
1: it wasn't an accident, it, it wasn't an accident, yeah.
2: like, you know, whatever, not to say people that have kids by accident aren't involved, but it's just, we think about things like having a second child <laughs> differently than people who are just willing to roll the dice. That's not me. I'm not a roll-the-dice person.
1: See, I'm more like, I'm not condoning, like, uh, assaulting a little baby child. And when I see things on the news where, like, people beat the shit out of their kids, and, like, sometimes they kill them. Like, they fucking Mm -hmm. beat them to death. Part of me as a as a father now goes, man, that fucking sucks. Like this dude's a fucking maniac. But then on these kind of days and these kind of sequences of days, like if I was a a person who wasn't able to to get right, <laughs> and that just kept happening, is like I understand.
2: I Understand how you can that's get fucking to that crazy, point. Man. You just have to make sure you don't get more to that with, point with
1: men as opposed to women. But I oh understand no, what I happens. think
2: it's like I think it's just as much like
1: I worry sometimes about you. I know you wouldn't <laughs> really hurt him, but it's like sometimes I've never I'm like, touched our child. I know, but I'm saying. But
2: let me tell you, and that's he why he wears like, you
1: out a lot more than me because I don't the times when he
2: wears me out, and this is the thing, like I'm just very open about our, my life yeah. and staying at home with our child. And I have a lot of really good girlfriends that I can call and vent to, and so when I do something crazy, like as crazy as anything gets around here, is when I threw the remote the other day. Yeah. Um, it was a, that tiny. I've,
1: I've slammed a door, that tiny remote,
2: and I knew it wasn't going to do anything because it wasn't even. No. It, there was nothing there to I mean, it's Somebody like a, to two the, inches. The DHS. Probably You're
1: gonna be like she threw. And
2: like I um, have slammed doors before, but that Tucker's, feels good. Ooh, I love me a slamming door, baby. Like I do. <laughs> and these doors in this house are so good to slam because they're those hollow doors. And it's like, it sounds like such a huge, it's dramatic big deal because uh-huh. the freaking doors are horrible.
1: Um, I posted videos of Tucker slamming his little pork chop hand on the door and it sounds like the police is... I know.
2: <laughs> but I, you know, I'll call my friends and be like, dude, I lost it today. I slammed the door like two times. You know, whatever. And then what do you see Tucker doing, slamming the door and hitting the back of the door? And I'm like, great. You know, I've only done that, like, two times, though.
1: Yeah, but he connects it. He
2: connects it. But he laughs when, like, he sees me doing. it. He's never scared, like, I'm going to get him <laughs> because he knows I don't, I, that's just not, that's just not how it is. But, um, you know, yeah. we have a very, very happy child, but it makes me go, we're really good parents. And how do people who are alcoholics who like don't give a shit or have a bunch of kids? How Dry do they? Do, what? How do they function as parents?
1: They just don't, man. And kids just grow up feral. Like I've I've seen that happen a few times, and it's sad. Like kids, and you know how I said they're animals, right? Animals will find a way to survive, so they end up going to a school. And so, just, is
2: parenting not hard for people who? Is it only as hard as you make it? Yeah. Is that yeah. a good philosophy? It's as
1: hard as you make it. But here's the catch. If you wanna be good at it, it's gonna be hard. I saw a sign the other day, like a meme or something. So
2: <laughs> then why do you complain about some things?
1: It just feels good. Okay. Yeah. Well, fair enough. It was like
2: about his birthday party the other yeah. day. Yeah,
1: so it's the the sign said I didn't say it was gonna it wasn't gonna be hard, I said it was gonna be worth it. Okay. And I was like, that's pretty good. It's it's cliche, but I saw that. Oh, Sounds God, like a man. religious thing. Right. I don't know, man. Like, I can just get real shitty sometimes. I'm kind of a shitty person when it no, comes to. No, you're
2: not a shitty person. No no, no, no,
1: no. I'm kind of a shitty person sometimes. And what happens is, like, in that situation, it was a lot of work for you, mostly, and me, when I just wanted to fucking not do anything. So it's like (laughs) doing, but no, but doing a bunch of shit for a bunch of people
2: that are our friends.
1: They are our friends, and that's why we do it. And
2: we're celebrating Tucker's birthday.
1: I'm still getting used to this. Like, I used to be a loner, Dottie, a rebel. (laughs) Like, I used to,
2: like, I get it, but do you understand the way, like, when we're setting up tables for our two year old son's birthday party that we had already discussed? Like, I sent the invitations out a month and a half ago. This was not like a sprung up event. Yeah. (laughs) And you're setting up the tables with me on Saturday in a funk. And I'm like, what's the deal? And you go, I'm just ready for this to be over with. (laughs) Like, you sounded like a spoiled brat. (laughs) Like, you didn't have to do any of the fucking work either. What? I did. I cooked all the food what just like Thanksgiving when you told me the other day you hate Thanksgiving I'm not saying you haven't had a lot of shit in your life to like make you hate holidays (laughs) but like seriously I told my mom I go mom it's, just a, Jody, it's a
1: dumb holiday. I said Jody
2: was all like, "Yeah, I hate Thanksgiving. Like, what the fuck? It's like, a
1: dumb holiday. I don't like, care
2: if you think it's a dumb holiday. This we have a child, family. and our responsibility is to make our kid normal. Remember, you said I'm about like what it was, Jody said earlier. Like, I'm a normal person most of the time. <laughs> or what was it we were talking about? Like the way we grow up and. I'm more normal than, like, 90% of the people in the world because I was left at home alone. I don't know what your point was earlier.
1: I'm unusually okay most of the time.
2: No, I don't remember what you said. Anyway.
1: No. Oh, I remember what you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about leaving your kids at home, and uh, I said, how did that work out? We were making a point about.
2: uh, You were trying to make a point? mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I was like, that's why you
1: guys are fucking crazy. I'm not crazy, though. You're not. Are you just
2: saying
1: that? Yeah, I was just talking shit. Okay. I do that sometimes. Oh,
2: that's okay.
1: You talk shit? You want to talk some shit?
2: Yeah, what you got?
1: Okay, so I had questions from three of my internet families. Hey. Some of them were kind of weird, and it's just whatever. I don't know what it's supposed to mean. The first one was from my buddy Hoppy Rogers. He's a dude from Kentucky. And he asked, whose farts are grosser?
2: Oh, Jody's 100%. But, you know... You're lying. I don't know. When I have my stomach problems, like, Mm -hmm. dude...
1: Here's the thing. I fart a lot. I fart a lot. (laughs) lot, All the time. I be farting. So, the thing is, I'm so frequent that uh, (laughs) it fucking... It's just noise around the house. And at this point, I'm assuming it's almost like background noise. (laughs) But my wife will cut these farts and she'll tell me she'll be like hey by the way I farted but sometimes it's while she's walking away while I'm cooking or something and I have to stand there and bask in this funk of her asshole in my kitchen I think she's done it to me in a grocery store a couple times, like no. fart in an aisle and then call me over there, and no. I'll be like, "What's up? Oh, you, what you fucking do. bitch!"
2: That's what you do. I'll
1: throw a box of cheese at your face.
2: That's what you do. <laughs> I don't crop dust you in the store.
1: Crop dusted.
2: I feel like when you fart, it's just your civic responsibility to like let people around you know.
0: Well, I mean, by the
1: way, I farted
2: over <laughs> Well, like. At work, somebody might come up on you and you thought you were in a safe space. Right. And there's very limited spaces at the store. <laughs> so like sometimes you gotta let people know or you risk the chance of being called out. What's worse? Would you rather know or would you rather call someone out?
1: I think I'd rather make somebody say it. I'll <laughs> just be like, What are you talking about? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> totally. It smells like farts.
2: Better push the button.
1: I'll push your fucking button.
2: Whoa, sir.
0: Yeah.
1: So Hoppy also asked a question, and it's funny because I think in most situations, it would just be a weird fucking question. Okay. But it might actually apply to you. You ready?
2: Oh, Lord.
1: (laughs) Do Do you like pudding skin?
2: Absolutely not. There no. are some weird people. And I'm assume, assuming if he's, he's asking, he likes pudding skin. And that makes me want to throw up <laughs> a little bit.
1: I said, listen, I responded and I said, "Happy? do you mean real put like skin off? Because I know that it gets a skin. I uh-huh. said, you mean real pudding skin? Or is this like a weird, you're talking about like foreskin? Like what the fuck? And he goes, some people like it, bro.
2: <laughs> some people do like it.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> She'll know what I mean. And... <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, no, absolutely not. Like that is so gross. I'm trying to think of it, like, you know, when you say the word pudding skin, it makes me think first of all of chocolate pudding immediately, right? And how like chocolate pudding has like a a reddish hue almost to it, uh-huh. and and it looks thick and rubbery, uh, like uh, like I, I know no. you got to
1: peel it off. That's you like you.
2: No, 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 roll sir. It back. No people eat it.
1: But I'm saying. People
2: will prefer the skin. They'll be like, don't put plastic wrap on my pudding. <laughs> I like the skin. Okay, perfect example. Like with Peeps. Okay. You know, like Peeps, the candy, the we marshmallows. I leave them open for a while. I leave them open for yeah, a couple of get days. Them crispy. Because I like them stale. But
1: some people like them smush.
2: Some like fresh them fresh. Fresh out, the out the thing. Okay. But like, so with the pudding skin. Does sound like a dirty thing, doesn't
1: it? Like- I know. I said, "What the fuck do you mean?" It also reminds me. I was wrote down a note. Uh, just a PSA. We had a Butterfinger last night. It's I don't a know. Bomb. Butterfinger is a wonderful candy bar. It's peanut buttery. Butterfinger. is delicious. <laughs> but it was a fresh Butterfinger, and apparently, the way you can tell a fresh Butterfinger my wife found out from a lady in the store. I'm breaking it now. So
2: I don't know if you've ever seen
1: people in the store, but, and it just so happens that this lady was black. And the people that I've seen do this are big black ladies, but you'll see somebody only
2: people ballsy enough to do it.
1: Fingering the fucking candy bars and just pressing them and seeing, you know, whatever. And apparently you press them to see if they're broken. But if you're like me and you just pick one up, Sometimes you can feel that it's already broken, so when you see oh, the ratio. I'm I thought
2: s- the point was to break the candy bar.
1: So, here's the deal. You break them. But what I'm saying is, anytime you've ever bought a Butterfinger and it's broken in half.
2: You know it's going to be bad.
1: You, you know it's going to be bad, but you also know somebody already checked it. You really only can check a Butterfinger once
2: because okay, it but, breaks yeah, right exactly. in the middle. So, that's what I'm saying, like.
1: But a lot of them get broken, so people are assholes, and they just keep I breaking know, the candy. I know, but like,
2: what? How do you? So if you don't, what's the point of breaking it?
1: To see how it breaks, because if it, if you break it and it's kind of crunch, mushes.
2: Oh, it's I fresh. got you. I got but you. But if it snaps, it's like flakes, right?
1: The middle is supposed I don't to know be if crumbly. I've never
2: done that. I got you.
1: But so the deal is, is, if you press it and it kind of smushes under your finger, it's so it's fresh. But if you press it and it snaps then that means the middle's going to be, you know how middle of a fucked up Butterfinger, and mm-hmm. it's all toffee. It's all in
2: your tea. Yeah.
1: You're going to dig that shit out. <laughs> That's
2: what I was doing <laughs> last night.
1: Fuck.
2: <laughs> Nothing so sexy like sitting there picking your tea.
1: It's a good noise. You're just going.
2: It makes me want to get one of those dental picks. <laughs> <laughs> just sit there.
0: Ugh. Okay. Okay.
1: So, B-Rob in Houston. Shout out, B-Rob. What's so- up? What up? He's got a bunch. So a lot of these is funny. I told okay. you about this one the other day. Who's your hall pass? Now, I um, know this one, and I'm going to let you say it, and you better use his full name and be proper about it so that everybody What knows. if I
2: just totally flip the script? You could. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to. I mean, I guess I could, but
1: Go ahead. I don't who is know. It?
2: Like, <laughs> Oh, she going to change it. No, I really, I mean. I
1: always thought it was Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I always say that's Tucker's real dad,
1: Dwayne the Rock Johnson, is my baby's daddy. Apparently, and that would be the case. I wouldn't even be mad. I guess I would. I would you let know, that I fly. I guess it's
2: like in my mind. I have a hard time like he's a monster even... of a
1: man. Like I don't think it much. I I could just be like, hey, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, please. I mean, don't do that. And he would be like, shut up, kid, and fucking. <laughs> Then he just starts gorilla fucking my wife, and I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> please <laughs> don't do that." And she would be like, "It's
2: cool." <laughs> so since you know mine, um, you've set up various people through the years. Like I know your type. I think Grun- should, grungy, but hey, <laughs> like, dirty, like juggle- greasy,
1: Juggalettes. I think I saw a picture of the Gathering of the Juggalos the other day, and uh-huh. there was just these trashy bitches walking around with tattoos and Bud Light and, like, beer bellies, and I was like... You
2: are like, mm, come and get them. It's my kind of people.
1: <laughs> we should so we'll <clears throat> go. Which
2: I'm totally the opposite of, which makes... You no- didn't
1: go to the Gathering of the Juggalos? A bunch of white people and clown I'm makeup? not saying
2: I wouldn't go. I I'm saying cool. would I blend in?
1: Yeah, you had to just let your titties the hang you're out. You're
2: selling me like I'm, that I look like a juggalette person. No, it
1: just means that you can, at a place like that, you can just, whatever. Nobody judges anybody. That's beautiful. Now, it leads <clears throat> to like 300-pound ladies and like thongs walking around with their big, like their big...
0: <laughs> <Pupus. laughs> <laughs> they just
1: big old hangy flap titties. Oh, their titties oh. hanging out flopping and I mean whatever just titties it's cool I think it would be interesting but I don't know like I've never been a festival person and I think that shit's like three days long and I think that would be fun for an evening like if it's just like hey let's go hang out with the juggalos like I could probably do that for a night an afternoon that's it I don't think I could do three fucking days of like we're all gonna take acid and then we're gonna fuck in a pile I we were no, eat that's a little pizza. much.
2: That's a little <laughs> much for me.
1: I don't know, man. Like uh, we used to have the deal because you were hot for that Josh Duhamel guy, and his wife is Fergie. And
2: yeah, Fergie but she's a little. uh
1: Yeah, Fergie. Can I don't get know,
2: it. like Fergie can get it. Um... <laughs>
1: I don't know. I still think she's a fine woman and she's talented.
2: <clears throat> I'm sorry. I feel like I'm about to... Explode? Die of thirst.
1: Thirsty? You had you a drink? How do you feel about Taco Bell? They know that I love Taco Bell. And I've actually cursed people out on behalf of Taco Bell for speaking ill of my beloved.
2: I don't mind Taco Bell. You know, Taco Bell, I feel like now is too expensive. And I don't know if it's just because I'm a cheap adult. I'm not really that cheap, though.
1: It does seem like it's gotten a little more pricey. Like where I used to spend five dollars to get a bag of food, I spend ten bucks now. <clears hurts. throat> if you want the good stuff, that unfortunately—I
2: mean, the good stuff at Taco Bell is kind of a questionable term. But so this is the thing. Taco it, Bell is fucking Taco Bell, okay? It's just like when you go to Waffle House. It's anyway, you stack Waffle it, House.
1: it's the same shit mixed up in a
0: different The wrapper. thing <laughs> that I, The problem
2: I have with Taco Bell is when I pay for shit and that it does not all make it into my bag. Sucks. That sucks, because I'm not going back. I'm not the kind of person that calls. Like, I've got a big mouth and a big attitude, but I don't believe in, like, calling and ringing people out for, like, forgetting stuff, um, you know, in your food, because, like... What is that going to do? Nothing. Because I sure as hell I'm not going to go back now and get it. So, whatever. It's I don't like know. like just giving money away. If
1: it's, they forget to put it in the bag, I might go back. If they fuck it up, I'm probably not going back.
2: You know the what only I mean? time you go back is if they fuck my stuff up because you know how I get about food. That's
1: true. Very true. Well, you're very particular about certain
2: things. I am. I'm kind of a bitch about food.
1: You're not a bitch. More of a snob, if I had to call it anything. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's just, like, like, too much to
2: ask, like, when you actually order and pay for something, you should get it the way you want it.
1: You've also worked in the service industry, Mm -hmm. so you understand that it's, hey, man, it's food. I'm paying you money to do something. But it's not just the the service
2: industry. It's any industry. If you're paying anyone for a service, if you're paying somebody to give you a blowjob, you should get a blowjob the way you want a fucking blowjob.
1: Well, you get what you pay for, though, right?
2: Well, if it's a $5 blowjob, you shouldn't expect anything. But if it's... That's the same point with Taco Bell.
1: That's, but yeah. you know what?
2: I expect my food to at least make it into the bag.
1: Yeah, but sometimes people, I'm not expecting
2: it to be pretty.
1: Sometimes people pay $5 and they don't get their dick sucked. And it's like, tell somebody. Well, tell somebody. First of
2: all, <laughs> you should be questioning who just, like, is giving out, you know, blowjobs for $5.
1: Hey, guys. You guys want a blowjob for five dollars?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just I don't think you haggle with that. Or maybe you start at ten and you're just like, I paid five. I don't think you lead with They're five dollars. Giving them out
2: down the street for five dollars each.
1: So if it's a five dollar blowjob, is it just really bad? Because or is if it you're really, really
2: quick. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> it's very intriguing. That's a See, you somebody would give you five dollars.
0: <throat>
1: so I guess that's the, the lure of cheap fast food. It's like, mm-hmm. eh, you know what? Maybe I will get full for fucking five dollars and then you end up shitting your pants.
2: <laughs> so like, yeah, Taco Bell, it's not it's not that bad.
1: I feel pretty shitty with McDonald's. I don't even eat it anymore. <clears throat> the McRib's back, I might try one of those. The
2: McRib didn't fucking go anywhere, okay? <laughs> Hi.
1: I mean, it wasn't on the menu. You couldn't order it. It's back, though. It's on the signs. McRib is back. I know.
2: I went to McDonald's the other day. First time in a long time. Like, for someone like, you know, well, I never go to McDonald's really anyway. Mm. And I don't know. It, it was, like, during lunchtime, and I don't know what happened. It just took really too long. Yeah. I was getting irritated. And then, of course, by the time we got our fries, this fries tasted weird. But then I was like, maybe it's just me because I haven't had McDonald's in a long time. But the fries tasted weird.
1: The fries are the only thing that I can eat and not have severe digestive problems. Almost immediately. I For can sure. eat a cheeseburger in the parking lot and shit in the bag like it's that fast. I don't understand it. McDonald's has always understand. affected me that way.
2: <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. So.
1: I don't, you know. Fuck it. Next. <laughs> <laughs> What is your favorite dining facility? Like, what is, what is your favorite place to eat? If you had to just call it someplace that you either enjoyed for a long time or someplace you're like, yeah, I could do that.
2: Oh, my gosh. That's kind of hard.
1: That's a hard question.
2: Like, we don't ever go to eat anywhere. We don't.
1: Oh, was there anything before? Like, old places that you used to eat at all the time?
2: I used to eat at Taco Bell all the time when I was married. Yeah. To the first... To the first... To the other guy. The first ex-husband. The (laughs) other guy. That assumes there's going to be a second. No. um, Yeah, to the other guy. Like, I would eat Taco Bell all the time. Uh, And there was either Taco... Yeah, I guess just mostly Taco Bell because it was right down the street from my house. And I had to drive past that rec center on the way, and people would be in there doing like Pilates and shit. And I'm You'd like,
1: Munching down a Mexico. Here out. I am
2: driving I'm like, right oh, past fuck. them, going, Fuck you guys, I got my Taco Bell. I'm going home to sit on the couch. <laughs> I'm
1: going to go hang out with my dogs and eat tacos. Yeah, basically. You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so this is funny because I think I actually know this. It says, What's the first movie you and Jody B Netflix and chilled to?
2: Ooh, that's a good one. God, I, we've been together for a long time.
1: I remember what it was.
2: Don't, you know, we watched, was it The Wrestler?
1: Nope. That was that was um, the first week, but that wasn't the first movie.
2: What was the first movie?
1: That movie with Jim Carrey, the Yes Man movie, with Jim Carrey and the Bitch with the Crazy Eyes, Chanel.
2: Really? I yeah. I don't even remember that.
1: Well, we weren't really watching the movie. I'm just saying, like, I rented it, and it was when you still lived in your house. Because you remember the first time, it was storming, and I was staying over at Chris's house. And uh, I only had the work truck. So I came over at, like, 11 o'clock and hung out, and then we kind of just fooled around, and we made sweet leavens.
2: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't remember that at all, babe.
1: You were so nervous. You I'm were sorry. like, oh, Aww. now it was kind of scandalous because, I mean, you still live with your soon to be ex husband. Remember, because <laughs> I took I a didn't shower. Put my
2: laundry out there. It's just laundry. So
1: <laughs> I took a shower at her fucking house the next day, and it just so happened that I used the same body know. wash as her husband. And so fucking later, he came home and he was like, Somebody fucking took a shower, and she it goes, was like,
2: "Days later, okay." First he
1: called her on the phone. We were hanging out, and he goes, "Hey, somebody used my body wash, and I legit didn't use his body wash. I had my own. It just so happened that we used the same shit, and that was the deal. You bring
2: your own body wash, but not your own towels. I to brought your my life. kid
1: to, to my my fucking my infidelities. <laughs> well,
2: you're, you're my side piece, I my, guess.
1: My Jody activities.
2: I don't know." Good Lord. Call it it seems a, like it was a really long time ago. It was. It
1: was almost 10 almost years 10 ago. Almost 10
2: years ago. We've been together a long time. Yeah. You were a baby when we started dating. I
1: was 22.
2: You had just turned 22. My birthday. Turned 22. When we met, you were 21. Uh-huh. You remember Dang. Do you remember the night we met? At the hotel? Mm-hmm. It sounds so scandalous.
1: It was that Crazy Hibachi. No.
2: No. Benihanas. Benihanas. Benny
1: and I was like, "Who all's coming?" And it was at Papa Wright's birthday because his birthday is a week before mine. And he said, "Oh, just a couple people, Miss Vera and this chick Mandy." And I was like, "Who's that?" And he I said, "Oh,
2: love him your life."
1: And it was who's who's that? And what I didn't know is apparently already in the background, they had been scheming and planning on trying to get us together. See, I didn't know this shit, and I had a history. I was with my my uh, long term relationship before my wife the only one i guess i had with the the 40 year old woman and uh yeah we went to the birthday and i remember when she walked in she was carrying a cake and i was like oh shit
2: was it me or the cake
1: (sighs) it might have been a little both to be honest with you but i was like "Mm, this is gonna be a problem and i didn't talk to you like i didn't want to get seen with you because i knew it was going to be a conversation with joe I was like, ah, oh, fuck.
2: Cause you just thought that I, I
1: was just, sprung.
2: Just jump you. Look, that
1: you, you
2: had she had on,
1: she, she had on this sweater. It was all like multicolored and a stripy. And then we got back to the hotel room cause we had like dinner. And then we went back to the hotel for cake and, uh, you took it off and you had this blues clues shirt on. I still remember it. It was a collared shirt and it had green stripes, like horizontal, but you look like the dude from blues clues. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I vaguely remember that. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I remember going.
1: And then I thought about you for like a week and I was just like, you oh like, man. Gotta
2: have it. I mean, that's kind of the effect I have on people.
1: Yeah, well, I was hooked. I was like, oh fuck. So on my 22nd birthday, I broke it off with my ex and uh, went and stayed with Papa Wright. And then one stormy evening, I made my advance. We fooled around.
0: Fooled around and fell in love. What song is that?
1: That's a song. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's more like, Fooled around and fell in
2: love. Yeah, that sounds good. (laughs) That sounds
0: familiar.
1: Okay. The one thing that Jody B likes, but you hate.
2: There's a lot of things. I know. Where do I begin?
1: Oh, man.
2: My first thought,
1: yeah, just go. Oysters.
2: Because we just had this discussion the other day. Oysters, just to make myself clear, I was talking about oysters with my cousin. Because when we went to eat um, recently for our anniversary to the expensive restaurant, I don't know if you discussed that with anybody, Um, but (laughs) you wanted to order the oysters at the restaurant. And I said, well, that's cool, but just heads up, he didn't even say the price. And um, Jennifer had said that they went to the Four Seasons when she was in Phoenix last week, Uh and they had oysters, and they were like, I think she said eight or ten dollars a piece or something like that. Like, is that a normal price for oysters?
1: No, that's real expensive.
2: Okay, so that was I was like, yeah, that's what I expected them to be at the restaurant we went to, and well, I was saying, yeah, that's I said, there's. A couple of worst-case scenarios or things you don't want to hear at a restaurant that are, like, red flags is the price. One of them was when they don't say the price of a special, Uh you shouldn't order the special. Like, if you're on a budget. If you're just, like, balling, which we're not.
1: (laughs) So, they're upselling you immediately. Yes. Oh, by the way, we have this Like, if they tell you... Well, the night we went, and I don't know if I discussed it, it was for our anniversary, and so it was like, the specials are lobster...
2: No, he said, we don't have any specials tonight, live but we do have live lobsters. <laughs> okay. They're $65. Uh-huh. And he said, and we have so-and-so oysters, uh, but he never said the price. And then you uh, said, well, I like the sweet oysters. And he was like, me too. These are not the sweet oysters. They're the briny kind. They're the briny kind. So when we were discussing what we were going to order, um, and the prices on this menu were like... Astronomical to it's us crazy. because we don't go out and spend money like this. Was it was a, a good time.
1: Fucking steak that was a hundred and fifteen dollars.
2: Yeah, like there. I mean, like I'm a <laughs> duck. I know you Holy said you, or no, not the the lamb chops. You were looking at the lamb chops, and it was funny to me because I knew what you were thinking. You go, I'm looking at the lamb chops, and it said thirty five dollars for one, one fucking lamb chop, or sixty five for two. Lamb chops are so fucking small, and you're going to charge $65 for two goddamn lamb chops? Like, what the fuck?
1: And see, the other conflict I was having was, well, I could get one lamb chop, but I probably should just get two if it's $65. You know, like, in my yeah, mind, I was trying to it's rationalize. A, it's still the a
2: bargain, it's $10, but $10 it's off. $65 for two lamb chops? If I'm already here, chops?
1: I might as well get two lamb chops for my buck.
2: Dude. Um, but no, I don't even remember what I started talking about. Like I'm so ADD. You lost it. Yeah. What was? Oh, we were talking, we were talking about, about the, the restaurant. Talking to
1: Jennifer and oysters this is the thing that you. Oh,
2: got. that's one thing. Yeah, that uh-huh. you like that I don't. And I was telling you not to order, but not telling you. I was basically saying be prepared for the price of the oysters. Yeah. And she goes, "Yeah, it's just like when it says uh, market price on that's the not menu, yet. and yeah, yeah. you just." Shouldn't mm. even go towards that one.
1: Unless you're in a seafood city. Like, if you're on a If you're prepared water,
2: to, like, spend the money, so be it.
1: I fucking love seafood. The only one I really don't like is scallops. And I'm not saying I won't eat them, because I know bacon-wrapped scallops, I could probably... You know, somebody said, hey, this is what we're having. I wouldn't be like eh. A lot of
2: this stuff is just texture.
1: Scallops are really fishy. Like, they're real fishy. Yeah. So, if you don't like fish, that's... It's not. And that's why you have to wrap them in bacon, because... Bacon's well, awesome.
2: Bacon makes everything better. Exactly. But sometimes it doesn't. But yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Like, but you don't eat a lot of seafood. You you like crab. That's about mm-hmm. it. Like, I, you don't eat shrimp, really? I eat really. salmon. But I don't like not, shrimp. Is salmon seafood, technically?
2: Well, because it? this is the thing. It's we fish. live in the South, but not on any kind of, like, water. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we do not have like at, you and I do not have access to fresh fish every day and like, fresh seafood every day, like unless we kind, yeah. were to go to a fish to market. the river or something. So anyway, I didn't grow up around that, right? Like I grew up Catholic, but we had tuna fish all the damn time because we were my mom was a single mom, yeah. and that's all the seafood. You know, that's like the only kind of fish and stuff, we would have. It's just yeah, up fish. You no, know, like tuna fish, like. Tuna fish salad, salad yeah. I guess. We never called it tuna fish salad. We just called it tuna fish. That's
1: just tuna fish. That's
2: all it was. <laughs> and so every Friday during Lent, we'd always have freaking tuna fish. So I hate tuna fish salad. Well, that's, you make it different, oh, but well, I still don't good. like it Yeah. at all.
1: I have a few of those things. I don't really like... Um,
2: but you will eat anything.
1: I'll eat almost anything.
2: Like literally you'll eat anything. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but like we were saying with seafood, like I enjoy what I consider seafood or shellfish. So it's, you know, clams, oysters, uh, crab, scallops.
2: I just like, I don't like the texture of a lot of things.
1: uh, Crawfish, like... I crawfish eat most are of okay if
2: somebody does the work for me i'm lazy too <laughs> you go ahead and pick all the meat out and then i'll eat it
1: it's really like why should
2: i have to work that hard for my food
1: i think you just get into a mode it's almost animalistical like when you just get a like a plate full <laughs> of crawfish animalistical
2: i don't think that sounds
1: right <laughs> that's a word animalistic
2: <laughs> yes that sounds better
1: Animalistic cow. <laughs>
2: Are you a rapper? Danger! <laughs> Get on the floor.
1: No, um I don't know. I've had some pretty janky seafood though, so it's I've learned my lesson a few times. Like I don't like pre cooked shrimp rings, like cocktail shrimp on the I don't like those because they don't taste like anything. So if I'm going to have that, I could boil them myself.
2: Hold on, time out. What? Aren't you the one that gets the one the cans, um, the jars of the seafood sauce with the shrimps on them? No. (laughs) Oh, first (laughs) test.
1: I bet. Here's the thing. Thought about it, (laughs) but I think I maybe put one of the cart ones, and you (laughs) scolded me, and you were just like, "Hey, man." I was like, "What?" And you're like, "Nah." And see, they're not that good, so I, I I'm sorry. Just submitted. yeah, I don't need that. But it made me I'm like glad
2: to know that's not you.
1: No, um, that's pretty weird. That's I don't disgusting. like salad shrimps. I don't like them at the restaurant. We had to unthaw them for to put on the uh-huh. fucking and they It smelled like stanky pussy. Do you want to
2: know what something is really gross?
1: It
0: smells. is
2: pre cooked hard boiled eggs.
0: Pre cooked hard boiled <laughs>
2: eggs. <laughs>
0: Do, do,
2: do, 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 do. I'm being serious. Gonna break it quick and
0: smell like shit. It's pre dude, eggs.
2: At the hotel, they would get these big freaking buckets, like big pickle buckets.
1: That sounds disgusting.
2: The smell of the juice it's from around the eggs.
1: Eggy and sulfury.
2: And uh, then you'd get it on you and be like... Uh, ugh. Uh,
1: that's what makes farts smell really bad. That's why it's from eggs and chicken. Like, there's some juice in there that... When you have any kind of chicken product that goes bad, it's that smell. It's chicken, egg, fart. It's disgusting. <laughs> I fucking hate it. This is the only drawback to rotisserie chicken, anything. It's, ah, that's ammunition for farts. Eggs are like a special weapon. I love eggs. <laughs> it's, I, I could eat them every fucking day. Hard-boiled, scrambled, whatever. I don't really like scrambled eggs. Yours are okay. You make the best scrambled eggs. Oh, yeah!
2: Just like with my specialties that you've said are grilled cheese Grill. and craft mac and cheese.
1: My wife makes.
2: Even though I can make anything, those you that that's the stuff you choose as my specialties.
1: You make the best grilled cheese, like craft singles with the butter, and then you use parquet. It looks like the sandwich on the goddamn picture on the back. Now I people put mayonnaise. Have you seen those fucking?
2: Oh, I can't even talk about it. But we do need to like probably start wrapping it up because it's Thanksgiving Day and everyone's kind of waiting on us. I don't fucking care. I mean, you don't. We made
1: all the food. Fuck. I
2: know, but the food's all at Mom's house now. (laughs) (laughs) All we have left here is creamy casserole.
1: Well, and you you said that
2: gives you the shits.
1: Creamy casserole lights me up, bro. Anyway. I
2: mean, we can come back in a little mm-hmm. bit if you'd like.
1: Apparently, my wife got the bug. She got off in here for an hour yesterday, and now all of a sudden she's, she's fucking Howard Stern. She's like, when well, uh, are we going to podcast I'm again? She's so much
2: prettier than Howard Stern. Her You're very more
1: prettier. Very more prettier. You're so much prettier than Thanks, Howard Stern. Lovey. No, um, I guess yesterday we were kind of in a hurry just between getting food ready and everything, and not saying I wasn't prepared, but I didn't want to just throw you into the gauntlet right away. Because we talk a lot, but we don't usually sit around and talk with microphones. You, I have a on. problem talking. You have a problem talking?
2: Never. That's mm. what my grandfather would say.
1: Well, I think that you're you're very good at talking. It's <laughs> paying attention that you have a hard time. I do you have with. a
2: hard time paying attention?
1: Yeah. I mean, she told me to lighten up my stories.
2: Just, she said, "Just cut him little you a little short."
1: You a long-winded motherfucker. You know that.
2: But I'm a long-winded person. I mean, mm. I think I lose my own myself and my own story sometimes. I get
1: verbally assaulted by my wife earlier. I was sitting on the couch, breathing out of my mouth. and She said, "Hey, man, could you?" Uh,
2: <laughs> no, that's not what I said. <laughs>
1: what did you say? I said,
2: "Do you have to breathe that loud?" Mm-hmm. And you said, "The only other option would be
1: I could not breathe, not breathing." but obviously. Would you like not breathe? Cuz that's oh, the only Oh, I love
2: you too much for that.
1: Well, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't die right away. I think it takes a while to die from not breathe. At least a few minutes. I
2: mean, I read something today, but I don't remember cuz I don't retain information, but it said something about like I think you can uh It's like 10 seconds or something like that without oxygen.
1: Hmm. I think it's, I've heard this before, it's like 2 minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. You can go without oxygen for 2 minutes. You can go without heart pump for 10 minutes. And it's like you can go 20 minutes with like a brain not reacting. Some shit like that. I don't remember
2: that. the specifics, but I We could remember. look it up, but um, you know what?
1: It's fine. We're just uh, no, going to guess. I do remember I that uh,
2: I did read that a uh, cockroach can live like, Something like seven days or something like that without their head. And the only reason they die is because they die of uh, starvation.
1: Yeah, because there's nothing to put food in. That's Uh, weird. What's weird, I think I've told you this. I heard somebody recently complaining about chiggers. Like it was uh, a dude that doesn't usually get Uh out in the woods. And he went and got some fucking chiggers on his legs. And uh, they were tearing his ass up. And all I kept thinking was, put some, uh, what is it, the...
0: Finger Put some clear nail polish oh, yeah. on that
1: shit, because they breathe out of their butts. You
2: know, I don't know if I've ever 100% had chiggers. Really? I mean, like, I, I don't know. You've i have
1: probably had chiggers.
2: I don't know.
1: It's usually from either rolling around in grass, which... I don't know if you've ever done that. I've done it a few times. I mean,
2: I've done it a few times and I still have my own fantasies rolling around in the grass. You know, I love me some good grass when we're on walks. Like Grandpa's grass in his backyard. That thick. I'm
1: rolling that. It's good grass.
2: I don't know. Is that Bermuda grass? I don't
1: know what it is. It's it's. Off course grass.
2: It's nice. Like
1: fairway green.
2: Like take your shoes off and just mm. walk around. You
1: leave footprints in his yard. That's how like looking at the up, at
0: the top trees, of It's game. My sky. grandpa
1: was probably eighty years old and he didn't work and he just fucked with his yard every day. And that was you know, I guess it
2: I guess it's something to look forward to when we get older. Yeah. We'll have a nice grass grass when we're like eighty. Well I think cause that's the only time you have to do it. It's an old man's
1: game, bro. Like having a really to take nice care yard.
2: Your lawn. Mm-hmm. All the time.
1: <laughs> he had pine trees.
2: He pine probably needles. went out there and picked up every pine needle by hand when every time he saw one fall.
1: I had to rake that yard a few times. And it wasn't like take a rake and just whip it across once. Because those pine needles would hit they the, weave and they stick uh-huh. straight in the ground. So you had to get in there. and yeah. We get those steel rakes. like The shit you're not supposed to rake with. That's what you had to use to like weave this shit out and then it would be like combing hair off of a dog. Yeah, You'd start with a little and by the end of it you had a pile of shit and you had to do that, I don't know, 50 times to get across his yard and he would do that probably twice a season when the fall, I guess. So sometimes late October and then right around Christmas and it fucking sucked. Yeah. Then he would just take it all, they would drain the lake and then take it all down to the the dock and then burn it. That was the time I almost blew my face off with oh, the gasoline. Yeah,
2: Gasoline.
1: Gas is not a good way to start a leaf fire because leaves, they, they really sit and hold those fumes, especially against like a concrete wall. That shit blew up loud.
2: But there was like adults there. I don't understand. I mean, like Why they didn't were- the adults do anything? They were away. They were
1: up in, like, Grandpa's kitchen area talking and shit. I was down there raking leaves because that's what you did. You do chores. And we're going to hang out.
2: I think you're a cat. You have, like, all of these, like, near-death experiences. Like, basically, they're, I mean, you should be dead, like, six times ago.
1: I fell out of a deer stand once um, with Dalton, oddly enough. Uh, there was this one kind of janky stand and normally deer stand is a ladder made out of two by fours. that's what Uh it's like runners. And then bam, this one was really old. So it was made up of kind of two by fours and then like giant trees, like pieces of wood that people had drove nails into. And it just so happened. It was one of the stands that were higher off the ground. And I got to the third fucking step and I stood up on this branch shit, to uh, open the door, and it broke. I fell straight through that ladder and landed on my ass. Had my gun on my shoulder. That shit was crazy.
2: Man. Mm. Yeah, there's one. The gasoline blowing up. That's two. Getting shot on me, slamming. Well, that's a gimme.
1: I don't know, man. Let's see.
2: Isn't it crazy you just had your... How many year anniversary?
1: Uh, f- 14?
2: Fourteen. See, I was thinking thirteen. Fourteen years. What year was it? Two thousand
1: three. Two thousand three. So fourteen. Mm-hmm. 14-teen. Teen.
2: Oh, because we just were married four years. Mm-hmm.
1: Duh. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a good way to keep up with it. That's why I think that was a good plan. We got married on the day I got shot, trying to turn a negative into a positive.
2: I mean, but it's really not a negative, I guess, because you didn't die. So, like, I mean, it kind of is, kind of.
1: It's weird. It's a, just a weird day, cause you know.
2: It's like the only time I ever think about you getting shot, though.
1: Oh well, me too, really.
2: Well, it's good to Except know. Except when I
1: look in the mirror, you know. <laughs>
2: Except for every other time. <laughs> Except for every day. No, ever for the rest of my life.
1: It's like, it's one of those memories that, and I'm cursed with this, and I think it's just because of some of the shit I dealt with as a kid. Like, I have very photographic, like, very vivid memories that I can turn on, like a videotape. hmm That day is one of them. I can literally press play, and I can roll through that day in my mind. And I remember everything Nothing's about it. Nothing's
2: getting fuzzy yet?
1: No. Okay. No. And it's, it's because of other days where, you know, other bad shit has happened, or I've got smacked around. It's like, you remember that day. You're like, ah, fuck. So it's heavy, man. But that's what really sucks about it is it's clear as day in my head.
2: I guess I just hope at some point, like I've told you before that some of those like bad shit, will you just kind of like not fade away or you'll forget. They just won't be as prominent in your memory. Mm -hmm. But like, I've never dealt with the type of trauma that you've dealt with. So I don't know if like, I know traumatic events, obviously, like, will hold a permanent place.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know how that goes away ever, if it ever does. But I've had my own type of traumatic events, but nothing as severe as yours. So I don't know what makes one more than the other.
1: One of the questions that Rob asked. Was, have you ever been in, like, a scary situation? Like, what's the scariest situation you've ever found yourself in?
2: Oh, that's and a good one.
1: There's one that you talk about a lot that I know you've told me, but, I mean, the... The
2: one about the bar? hmm That's I mean, probably one of the only, like, really legit scary situations I think I've been in.
1: I mean, everybody's probably had I mean, there's, like, all
2: kinds of shit I've been better. in where, like, I could have gotten in a lot of trouble.
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: I didn't get caught. But, you know me, I'm kind of, like... I'm a very like paranoid individual, I guess, in a sense, mm-hmm. because like I was always taught like the horrible uh, repercussions to your actions. Yeah. And so, because I did have, you just didn't uh, I had a lot. other people <laughs> that showed, you know, were the examples and were the people in jail that not necessarily in my immediate family, but like my stepdad's family, some people, you know, and so I was taught about them and whatnot. So, I'm always like, I can't, like, rob a store because I'm going to be the one to get caught. Like, everybody else would get away, but i get caught. Like, I'm just not stealthy. I'm not, like, no. a sneaky person. Okay. So, but the one, would you ask, the one yeah, scary like, situation I guess I've been in. Mm-hmm. Um, we went, my ex-husband and I uh, used to go to a bunch of bars when we worked as chefs and whatnot. And we went to this one bar. Um, we were sitting with the front of ours drinking. And it was a bar we used to go to a lot, just a neighborhood kind of place. Well, this dude walked in and walked up to the bar and he had like army camouflage fatigues on whatever. And he had these things strapped to his legs and he goes, I've got two Claymore mines strapped to me. And he had a gun and he was like, my gun's loaded. I'm going to blow this place up. And my ex and I were sitting next to each other and the guy we were with, he had his back to the guy that came in. So we looked at each other like, is that gun real? Like it was like a surreal kind of moment in a sense, and we just were like, "We gotta get the fuck out of here!" And we both like were trying to be like, "Come on, Kevin was this little guy that was with us or whatever. He was <laughs> like a really short guy anyway." Um, so we like went out this back door that was like right behind us, and there was a like a cinder block wall because it was like a blocked-in patio. So I
1: just like dipped out the back door we're real just quick. Fucking
2: both jumped over that goddamn wall. There was like a half of a car parked back there, yeah. and we like jumped on the car and jumped over the wall.
1: Said so we're gonna fuck up out of here. Yeah,
2: so I'm definitely more of a um, flight versus fight. Out. um Bye. peace, okay? <laughs> like, and we both just jumped over that wall, like ran, and we're calling nine one one. And you know, I've only called nine one one like well, I've probably called nine one one more than a normal person, in my opinion, but. I know uh cause I've, I've called seen him, some weird shit. Yeah,
1: I've called him at least ten times in my life.
2: Yeah, and so anyway, but it was like I was having the hardest time getting through to nine one one. And we just left Kevin's ass in there.
1: Said,
2: well then, like so I finally got a hold of Kevin and he was like, Yeah, as soon as you guys like bailed, basically the bartender like pulled a gun on the guy um that came in, you know, saying he had explosives and like, took him down on the cops, showed up, <laughs> yeah. and I was like... That was it. Oh, well, I believe that was the last time we went to that bar, too. Yeah. I was like, um, that's,
1: that's a hairy fucking situation, man.
2: But, yeah, like, that's pretty much it.
1: I've never had a gun pulled on me. Like, I've never been robbed. I've had people take shit from me, you know, but not money or... And it was when I was a kid. Just I've f- only people. seen a
2: handful of fights, to be honest. Oh,
1: I've seen some fights. <laughs> oh, I know you have.
2: But, like, I've never been in a school fight, yeah. ever. Um, I've seen a fight in, at G- uh, Gadwall's one time.
1: Was it a good one?
2: No, it just ended with this dude trying to get, like, beer to go or something. It was ridiculous. And then Brian ended up, like taking over and, like, grabbing oh, sure. the guy hey, and was, like, nice you know, whatever. It was kind of like, I don't know, was Brian's, like, like a hero moment. you have to ask him one day <laughs> yeah. about it. Be like, hey, I heard you took a guy down. And he'll be, like, so proud of himself. So, um, and just, then the one fight we saw where that, um... Little tiny girl ended up punching some big guy at the electric cowboy.
1: I've told that story. That yeah. That was nuts.
2: I mean, but. I'm,
1: that's another one of those videos. I can play it in my mind. <laughs> I like, remember, again,
2: I'm more like, let's get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a stay and participate
1: I remember kind this. of person. I remember, and when I told the story, the couple parts I remember was she was wearing a maid costume and she was petite.
2: She had brown hair. Brown hair. Long legs.
1: She grabbed a dude. But she was short. She, really? Mm-hmm. Because that was a big fucking dude she had. She grabbed him by the scruff of his shirt, and she was reaching up here, and she was fucking punching him right here in his temple, and she punched him like four fucking times. Bat. Bat. And I remember he pushed her, and she fell down, and that was when Homeboy grabbed that bottle and smacked him. And I remember the sound it made. It fucking said,
2: I don't remember any of that
1: bottle exploded glass went fucking everywhere and because the lights were on it you know you could see just the little shards of fucking glass when it popped. it's like an explosion and then yeah that was a crazy night
2: i mean like i remember it happening i just kind of remember it a little different <laughs> <laughs> and i know i wasn't drunk i don't think i was drunk
1: they were watering down the because
2: we drank a lot but yeah it didn't even like i don't know
1: vodka cranberry Pretty much all night.
2: And that's were like when we used to be fun days.
1: You know what happened after that? We all piled into a cab, literally piled in because uh-huh. there was one too many people's. So one of us I think was kinda laying on top of everybody. And then we went home and we had sex on Eric's uh, squeaky,
2: squeaky bed. bed. <laughs> squeaky as a motherfucker. Like, there
1: was there was no fan or anything, so dude. it was just like
2: Like they should have just <laughs> put the damn mattress on the floor. <laughs> Mm. Like, was, you couldn't move in that bed without it squeaking.
1: I was self conscious at first, but after I realized it wasn't going to stop, I just figured I'd go for the record. <laughs> so.
2: But the thing is, no, you don't even know what's happening in there. Mm-mm. There's no way. Like, you just could lightly move and it would squeak. I wonder if they still have that bed.
1: I got rhythm. They figured it out.
2: Oh, I, I'm sure they figured it out. We
1: were young and fresh. I'm just saying. We fucking like bunnies.
2: I know, right? It's
1: kind of funny. I was going to say that. I think you might have got a little bit of the bug yesterday because you wanted to keep talking. And the way you were like, when do you want to do another one? I was like, we can do it right now. And then it was almost like back in the day when you just want to get a quickie in. It's like, you want you want to go right now? And then we all jumped up and started grabbing our shit <laughs> to come in here well, and I talk. love
2: having conversations with you. It reminds me of the old days yeah. when that's what we used to do. Because like, I don't know. I guess it was like, we just met at a good time. We met before, like, everybody had a damn, like, smartphone. You know? Like, yeah, I think I had a um, BlackBerry maybe when we met. You had
1: the high-tech phone. I
2: was mean, like, I was, was fucking space you know, balling back in my day. But, um, yeah. We used to just sit around and talk all the time, have great conversations.
1: So, I got more questions. All right, hit it up. My buddy Ray. From the Naked Porch podcast, the one that we were listening to a minute ago, the guy that kind of sounds like Bill Burr when he talks.
0: Okay, he's all like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he sent some pretty serious questions, oh like kind of ranging, yeah, a little personal, a little You're serious. You're
2: gonna be a downer, aren't you?
1: No, 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 no. no. Okay, yeah, you want to go good sexual day. or kids?
2: Well, I don't, I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me.
1: What's your definition of cheating?
2: Um, pretty much. Anything that you would do for your spouse that you're not probably doing for your spouse mm-hmm. and you're spending that time and energy on someone else.
1: Emotional cheating.
2: Yeah. I at, told
1: like, you that one time. Uh-huh. Like, that would hurt my feelings worse than anything.
2: Yeah, like confiding in someone and telling them, like, how your day was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And
1: like, because I understand that shit gets old sometimes and people sought out things. I This is a conversation mm-hmm. we've had, but it's... I think that I've had some some moments in my life where I was weak and I took advantage of a situation. I felt bad about it, but at the same time I didn't because I did what I wanted to do at the time and it's a very selfish thing. Mhm. I can admit that now and I know that when I decided to marry Just to you, be
2: clear, that was not during <sighs> Our time frame, and we've discussed this too, right. so I don't want to come across as like some psycho well, jealous wife. No, no,
1: but. no. I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly honest. I know that there were a couple moments early in our relationship where shit got a little weird mm-hmm. and I had to get back on track, you know, no lines were crossed, but it was still, it was, it was inappropriate to say the least. And, you know, I had to kind of make peace with that. And the deal is when I decided to marry you, like I had to make that decision. I've told you before. I would never do that because I wouldn't want to hurt you that way. Cause I see now what it did to the other people and mm-hmm. it's really fucked up. Yeah. And I know that you really can't move past that. You can't, you can't specifically, you know? And I think that's,
2: then I might stab you.
1: Well, you stab me too.
2: I, mean, the I get to
1: stab the nut chops.
2: Like the thing is, I've been through one dysfunctional marriage and I don't want to go through another one. Right. So, I think that's like a big part of our relationship and our marriage is that we do communicate really well and we talk about everything. All I can do is put it all out on the table and you can either choose to be honest with me or choose not to be. Mm-hmm. And if our marriage fails, then I know I've given it my all cause that's yeah. just here it is.
1: we're we're fucking trying to get it done. That's right. We're doing okay. We're done We're good. okay. If you won the lottery tomorrow, how would you lead your life moving forward?
2: Um, First of all, <laughs> I've thought about this a lot. Okay. So, y'all ready? I would move. First of all, I would move to an island. Like, I would pay off, like, everyone's debt that I know, pretty much. Yeah. And, but I'm not going to give everybody their money all at once. I'm going to, like, stipend it out. Right.
0: Trust
1: to- is that a trust fund kind of situation? I don't know. I doing? just
2: wouldn't want people to end up in the same situation they are. I know if somebody just handed us a bunch of money, we would be like. So
1: could you just take a bunch of money? Like, for instance, you say you have a business. Mm-hmm. Do people have to work for you to give them money? Like officially? Could no, you, but you
2: have to pay taxes on it.
1: I understand that. But what I'm saying is, could you take, say, $10 million and mm-hmm. go to uh, an accounting firm and be like, I want you to pay this person, this person, this person, and this person. This many dollars a month uh-huh. from now till then. Yes. Here's the money. Yes. Let's pay the taxes. We good? Mm-hmm. And that's a thing.
2: Yeah. You would just set up, like, our accounting people we use, like, they pay people's bills. You would just put it in with your bills. Like, send a check to this you person, and they would keep up with your books, make sure your money is still there. You know, then you'd probably have some people who are in charge of, like, maybe investing your money. Mm-hmm. So, you're get like... You'd probably be paying out, say, your interest maybe. So you're retaining a certain amount of money in that account, but you're getting interest and so you're paying a a payout on interest.
1: Five thousand dollars a month for this long. It's more than enough money.
2: (laughs) But let me tell you, there's a lot of people that wouldn't be getting any amount of money. No, five is But now I would basically I I would pay off everybody's debt. Set it up to where, you know, they set them up to succeed in the future, probably, plus some. And then I'd pay my parents back, you know, everything, pay off the, the loans from work and all that kind of stuff. And uh, move to an island, and only the people that um, I want to be in contact with would even know how to contact me
1: you just disappear.
2: I would. No shit. Because, you know, I'm like, I feel like I'm a very empathetic person. And, you know, you hear these stories about people sending you these letters and they tell you about their family members that are dying and their kids. And, and like, I would give money away, don't get me wrong, like I would do charitable stuff. Yeah. But, like, I couldn't live with that kind of, like, guilt on my mind all the time. Like
1: Starving kids in Africa. Dude,
2: like, especially if it was people's pets or their kids. Like, oh, my gosh. I'd probably end up just, like, not talking to anybody.
1: I'd be super depressed. I bet that does happen a lot. Uh Uh-huh people and just begging
2: that makes me sad thinking about it
1: (laughs) well no i know it does yeah the thing is it's effective to an extent and i see why it's just like panhandling Mm -hmm. to me that doesn't look like i don't think i could stand on a corner and hold a sign and ask for money i'm sorry i just i don't think i can do it some people make a decent amount of money doing that shit just like online you can make a gofundme or you can do whatever Mm -hmm. there are people that literally will get their bills paid Because look, I got a family and I can't support them. Help me, and people give money. So when I was trying to help Rob with that one,
2: it's frustrating.
1: Yeah, like you get in there and because there's
2: so many people that (laughs) who are abusing the system. Like you're, we're not the kind of people that would ask for help paying our bills because that's the type of people we are. Yeah, but we have all of our bills paid and we're not homeless. We haven't gotten in the situation, you know, I don't know. To me, it's like
1: we there's always
2: people <laughs> hiring. Like, yeah. But I guess when you talk to people, they're always going to have a situation or an extenuating circumstance. So um, it does take advantage of the system. One thing I've been told, though, if you do a GoFundMe thing, if you have a pet, yeah, if you put that you need money for a pet, then you get the money. They'll always Absolutely. pay off people's pet stuff.
1: It'll, that, I think, is what will hurt your feelings the most when you see, like, a seven-year-old kid who needs a kidney. Yeah. That gets $5,000 of the million dollars they need. Uh-huh. But then you'll see the French bulldog who needs a hip. It costs $5,000, and they get $100,000. Because you they just pay. You just get the money. You know? It's, it's pretty crazy to sit there and see that happen and go, man... That's fucked up. <laughs> but maybe you could actually take some money. That would actually be kind of fun. I think that would be my idea. We get bored after a while and be like, hey, you want to just blow a million Because do- you got $100 million. You want to blow a million? And we just go on, go find me, and just pick like the fucking six-year-old kid that needs a kidney. And the f- that would be fun. I'd go take a picture with him and shit. I'd be like, bro, you got a kidney. And like fist bump him.
2: I saw a thing today when you get like a kidney transplant, they don't remove your old kidney. They leave it in there and they put, where did they put the new one? I don't remember. Yeah. But you basically end up with three kidneys.
1: But the other one doesn't work though.
2: Yeah. It's just in there.
1: I feel like they should take it out. I
2: feel like they should take it out too.
1: You know, it could be cancerous.
2: I mean, why leave it in there? It's obviously not working anymore.
1: Hey. You remember when Eric found out he only had one kidney?
2: So, fun fact, I brought that up last weekend to him because I was talking to Amy, and I was, like, trying to, like, find some to make them connect on, and I go, hey, Eric only has one kidney. I was like, but he just found out as an adult. And so we were all talking about that. He goes, actually, he has two. One just shriveled up and died. So now all I can picture is, like, a regular kidney and then, like, a lima bean kidney, like a tiny, like...
1: You know, I've, so as an adult, I don't know if he had pain or what happened. The oh, reason he because
2: he had kidney stone.
1: Kidney stone. He went uh-huh. to the doctor, and the doctor came in, and I guess in a nonchalant way, so well
2: in the ER, yeah. was
1: kind of like, "Hey, by the way, it sucks you only have one kidney." And my buddy was like, "I have two kidneys, <laughs> <laughs> except for there's two in there, huh?" And he said, "No, nope, just one." So, as an adult man, he's thirty five He just happened to be there and found out that not only did he have kidney stones but he was sans kidney. He
2: was very upset about it.
1: I would be too. He thought his I mean, mom that, like was you he had a moment where he actually thought his mom might have like drugged Sold him his as kidney. a kid.
2: Yeah. Sold on the black market.
1: Because this is the kind of the childhood he had. Yeah.
2: But this is the thing. Like, if someone told me I only had one kidney, I'd be like, okay. Whoa. <laughs> no, I had a chiropractor tell me one time that um, I have, like, an extra vertebrae, and he said I was borderline spina bifida.
1: Oh, you have a tail?
2: And, um... You're like a monkey. And I was like... Oh, because he, he called me an anomaly is what it was. Snap. And I was thinking... I mean, what the hell am I going to do about it now? Like, like what's Eric going to do about having one kidney? And I said, Eric, why are you, like, so upset about it? Like, what do you... I mean, I understand you need two, okay? But obviously, you're doing okay with one, other than the kidney stones. And I understand, too, that I guess if, if one goes down, you don't have a backup. That's true. Um, but he was like, what if... Um, like their kid needed it, and That's I go, right. nobody wants your busted old kidney. Like, <laughs> 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 I mean, I know how Eric drinks, or he doesn't really anymore. He used to, but before that, he did. We would go to their house and drink. That was one of the funniest things. Our
1: house, yeah, that was <laughs> fucking crazy. He said, "What if, what if one day?" You know, my boy needs a kidney. And she said, nobody wants your busted ass kidney.
2: Oh, no, sorry.
1: Oh, look at you.
2: It's just your phone. My bad. You dropped
1: my
0: phone in. You. I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody wants your second hand kidney, you bitch. <laughs> How would you react if you found out you were pregnant with octuplets?
2: Is that eight?
1: That's eight. Eight kids. Oh, my
2: gosh.
1: If you just woke up tomorrow and you were like, I don't feel so good. And you went to the doctor and they were like, so here's They'd the thing. They'd
2: probably be aliens. How else would I get pregnant with eight kids?
1: I mean, I don't know who you're talking to right now. But I mean, I know dude, you're
2: the number one stunner over here. Like, I get it.
1: I'd be dropping. Although, uh-uh. speaking speaking of the devil.
2: He heard his name.
1: He said, what? Somebody talking about brothers right. and sisters?
2: I don't think I would take it very well, to say the least. <laughs> and I'm a very <laughs> active person, so, like, I'm pretty sure that people spend their whole pregnancy on bed rest. A uh, babe, That's I don't know. That's a lot know. of
1: babies in your belly.
2: Oh, you'd be ready to kill me by the time my pregnancy ended. <sighs> I would become so overweight. I mean, I gained a lot of weight with Tucker. And I was working every single day up until, like, the day legit before I had him. I took one day off of work, and it was a Monday, and I had him on Tuesday.
1: That makes my balls hurt. Can you imagine how bad that would be? Mm
0: -hmm.
2: But pregnancy is nothing considering, like, what life is like when you have a child. Pregnancy is the easy part. So...
1: And then eight kids.
2: Yeah. That's what happens after. (sighs)
1: You become a business. <laughs> you have to figure out how to make money, like them damn Duggars. Get you better them. hope you
2: grow a couple more boobs so you can feed them all.
1: No, you probably could get funding from like a GoFundMe thing. You'd be like, "Hey, bro, I got these eight kids."
2: <laughs> but at one point, are people gonna lose interest in
1: that? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Stop fucking. That's how you don't have eight kids, jackass. <laughs> it's ridiculous. How do you feel about adoption?
2: Oh, I think adoption's fantastic. Yeah, me too. Um, for us personally, I've told you this before. I don't think adoption would be the way to go because I don't like kids that much. Like, I like our kid. But, and I think adoption is phenomenal. Like, I don't want anyone to get it twisted. I, I know tons of people that have adopted kids. I think it's fantastic.
1: Well, we—you have an adopted cousin. Right? I've got an
2: adopted cousin. I mean, tons mm-hmm. of my friends have adopted. You know, kids. I have friends that have been adopted. You know, but for us personally, I wouldn't want to take a, a child from a family that actually really wants yeah. a really really wants a kid. You know, but I would take any of our friends' kids in a heartbeat, and I would take a kid in if I needed to. <laughs> but if I was gonna, I'm, maybe I'm too lazy to go through the process. I don't know.
1: I don't know. It seems like a lot. I think it really depends, and I'm just being honest. I think it depends on how old the kid is.
2: Now, so there's probably so, a point uh, of, a
1: point of rescue on those kids, and it breaks my heart to say it, but I've seen some that are just you know they're they're gone. By the what time you I could get, get to down
2: to is a temporary foster for babies.
1: Baby foster that could be cool. Like you could oh smell my them.
2: gosh, you'd get a baby that doesn't even walk yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Like you,
2: sometimes the tiny newborns. And you, I mean, yeah, you go through all the newborn stuff, but babies are the bomb. I love babies. (laughs) I wonder if anyone can hear our kids screaming in the podcast. They
1: can definitely hear that.
2: Oh well, he's screaming your name. (laughs) He's screaming, Daddy.
1: Oh, the joys!
2: Okay, I guess we're gonna go get him up. Yay! All right, your turn or mine.
1: You want to go grab him? I'll turn all this shit off. You want yeah. to say anything to the peoples? Are we going to be parents?
2: Live in the dream.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. I love you. Love you. Get out of here. Alright. So there you go. Miss Mandy. My wife. My wife! Big booty! <laughs> I love that woman. I really do. And uh, she's probably one of the best parts of my life at this point. She gave me my son. And she's given me some very happy times. And maybe finally she'll listen to my goddamn show. (laughs) She's going to have to listen to two hours to get to this part, though. So if you listen, love you, boo-boo. Thank you for checking it out. And tell your friends no man it was fun getting to hang out I think I (laughs) I don't get to talk to my wife very often anymore with working as much as I do and hanging with the kid I mean it's just kind of a cycle and uh, that was very pleasant I think it's funny when she laughs she does her she did it a couple times in here I didn't tell her so if she doesn't fucking listen then fuck her people get to hear her listen uh people get to listen to her do her stupid guy weasel laugh the <laughs> I love it anyway guys uh happy thanksgiving happy black friday i hope nobody got you know robbed or stabbed or trampled um i think some lady got shot in atlanta uh sorry maybe it was a man I don't know who it was I just heard that somebody I believe in an Atlanta Walmart maybe got shot and killed and I don't even know over what I hope it was worth it Um, shit people get nuts this time of the year I'm just happy I get to hang out of my house and stay away from all that bullshit Mm. so that's the show we went long, and uh, I appreciate you hanging out and, like my wife said, man, if you want, write a review. If you have any opinions of the show, if you like it, tell me. I've got um, some promo stuff I might work on, too. Um, Anomaly uh, was gracious enough to let me know about a um, a promo he would do with me. I could give away one of his albums. I've listened to it. It's pretty fucking good. And i got to figure that out. So, hey, I'll... You people out there in the world who have decided to spend your time to listen to my show, uh, do my wife a favor and let her know what you thought. If you think that she's an asshole, tell her that. I'd appreciate it. If you think that telling me that my stories are long-winded is a good thing, then go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: Anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and uh just yeah man enjoy your family that's the best advice i can give you we had a great time this week and everything went smooth and it's just i'm happy that i get to make new memories with my new family and uh you guys should be out there doing the same thing so until next weekend I'm Jody B. And this is the Po' Boys Podcast. Motherfucker.
0: Uh. 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 Day and night. I toss and turn. I keep stressing my mind, mind. I look for peace, but see, I don't attain. What I need for keeps this silly game we play. Play. now look at this madness the magnet keeps attracting me me i try to run but see i'm not that fast i think i'm first but surely finish last last cause day and night the lonely loner seems to free his mind at night he's all alone through the day and night the lonely loner seems to free his mind at night slows up and creates that new, new. He seems alive though he is feeling blue. The sun is shining, man, he's super cool. cool. The lonely nights they fade away. He slips into his white nights. He smokes a clip and then he's on the way to free his mind and searcher, to free his mind and searcher, to free his mind and searcher. Day and night. The Lonely owner seems to free his mind at night. He's all alone through the day and night. The Lonely owner seems to free his mind at night. At, at, at night. Day and night. The Lonely owner seems to free his mind at night. He's all alone, some i